Calvin, what percentage of guys do you think wash their hands after they go to the bathroom, especially when they're out in public? Well, that's an that's an entirely different question, out in public or at home. Yeah, out in public. Out in public? Oh, out in public? Way higher percentage because someone else is probably watching. So you think that increases it, but do you still think it's pretty low? Uh, no, I think it's probably still in this like 70s. 70, 70s? 70s in public, yeah. I mean, what even do you think if, it is for women? Here's the thing. Even if you just turn the tap on and just like rinse your hands like like a 90 mile an hour rinse job does it yeah. do anything i don't know but what about women do you think less or more women never been into a women's washroom hmm. but do i think i think uh more women i think they have more contact with uh hardware <laughs> <laughs> how could you have more contact with hardware than a man because they're touching <laughs> they're a, literally holding the no, hardware. because they're guaranteed to be touching a door or a door handle and a little lock oh, and a messy physical little hardware. Yes, physical Not hardware. Not personal hardware. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, oh, way so less is, physical hardware. This is kind of defeating my point, but I was going to say, I don't think very many guys wash their hands when they go to the bathroom. And I think it's because uh, we crave adventure. Mm, the adventure. And the adventure of, of disease. Knowing, of, yeah, of knowing that you're supposed to wash your hands and that you could get sick if you don't. But just turning away from all of that and saying, you know what? I'll risk it. Has anyone ever got sick from not washing their hands after no. going to the bathroom? Not one person. Here's the thing, Jared. I had a friend in high school who insisted on washing his hands before he went to the bathroom. He'd rather wow. have clean hands to touch himself than dirty <laughs> hands. <laughs> Anyways, I'd like to see some studies on how many people legitimately get sick. But I think... Uh, guys like a little bit of extra spice in their life so that's why many of them don't wash their hands welcome back to the open road podcast my name is jeremy my name is calvin the other on the other side sipping on a drink so i'm gonna keep going with the intro here um this podcast is all about helping you find more adventure in the everyday so thank you for coming to spend a little bit of time with us uh we've had a lot of fun over the past you know dozen and a bit episodes sharing some stories meeting some interesting people and uh helping yourselves and us find a little bit more adventure in the everyday so this episode is going to be our summer kickoff episode and uh, it's just going to be Calvin and I here today giving you a few tips on how to have an awesome summer. And, uh, and yeah, that, that's about it for intro material. Like, Calvin, is that pretty that's good? It. What, that, else do we need that's to, what else do we need to say? No, nothing more needs to be said. Oh, Perfect. let's just do one last uh, from an update from our episode last week with uh, Graham Genvy. He has hit his target of 24 subscribers because of us in one week. He has doubled, doubled everything. I don't know. It's incredible. He's doubled his subscribers. Yeah. Thank you for going and watching Graham's videos. Thank you and for he's doing been putting that. out some really cool stuff this week. Like he was in Montreal at this insane race car event and like hanging out with Ferraris and all kinds of crazy cars and posted some amazing footage from it. So uh, if you haven't checked it out yet, go to Graham Gets Motivated on YouTube. Just type that in or. You can find him through our website at openroadpod.com or yep. on our Instagram, openroadpod. 
really really well done. I really appreciate how invasive he was, just getting up in people's faces as they're so intense, concentrating on their job, what they're supposed to be doing. Oh yeah, and uh, yeah, he you know he's just you know bringing a little light in there. Absolutely, Jeremy. You know how I knew it was summer. How did you know it was I, summer? I knew it today because I was outside today. And I drank six liters of water, and I did not go pee until 9.45 p.m. tonight. Are the you entire serious? Day, I am serious. And you were just refilling the water over and over and I over. drank six bottles of my water, did not pee until 9.45 tonight. Wow. What were you yeah. doing all day? Just outside grinding. I was working today on a Saturday. Sweating it out. Sweating it out. Hey, yeah. man, money, ne- money never sleeps. Money never sleeps, my friend, especially when what you're on a contract jo- job. Yeah, what were you doing? I was doing a, a deck that I uh, just got up. I want to, it's a one-week job that I want to do in three days, so I just, you know, got to put in some extra time, extra hours. What's the what's the uh, coolest feature of this deck? Not really anything too cool. Probably the view. Just kind of your the classic. View. It's kind of like, octo- like a half an octagon, so that's nice. kind of cool. Lots of neat corners. Nice. Um, yeah, anyways, didn't pee a lot today. <laughs> Thanks so much for that uh, little tip. Now, Jeremy, we're talking about bathrooms. Yeah. What's your stance on this whole transgender bathroom thing? <laughs> What's my stance? What's your stance? I have no I See, here's the thing. I know that it's been like a big deal in the news these days, but yeah. I have absolutely no idea what people are talking about, what what there is to, to even take a stance on. You don't need to know very much information to have an opinion on that if you would like bathrooms to remain as they are or to be open to uh, other genders. I think you, in you, general... You understand I the am, concept of what's being discussed, though, right? Yeah, I think so. I think in general, I'm for increasing equality across the board. Um, so however we however we work that out, the different policy, the different things yep. that need to happen, I think human rights and equality are worthwhile things to work towards. Okay, that's very non-confrontational so that's a, approach. Yeah, I was going to say maybe that's a bit pol- too politically correct an answer for uh, no, it certainly this podcast. Was. But um, here's what I think, Jer. I'll, I'll let you in on my. <laughs> <laughs> hey Calvin. Hey Calvin. So what do you think? Do you recall back, Jeremy? You and I were moseying around New York City. Um, nickname for that How city? Great. Go. How great a trip was that? I think it's called the Windy City. The Windy City. You and me meandering around the Windy City, <laughs> and we saw this interesting uh, little okay, party. We gotta pause. People are gonna think we're idiots. It's not the Windy City, people. We, we know, know it's that. not we're the Windy joking. City. <laughs> That's Delaware. Um. <laughs> We uh, so we we were you know wandering the streets. You it was just yep. you and me. We had split off into little groups, and uh, we yep. saw this party happening. Was it a party or just like a cool space up in that hotel balcony? Yeah. So just for just for a tiny bit of context, this was on our East Coast road trip in Lily, where we did three weeks uh, out to the East Coast of Canada, dropped down to Boston through New York, uh, and yeah, for part of the day, Calvin and I went on our own in search of, in search of adventure, and Dylan and Jordan. Uh, also went on in search of adventure. And we didn't have cell phones, and we were actually really nervous that we weren't going to be able to find them. But on our adventure, we wandered, yeah, into this weird hotel that had like a, a Four lobby. Four country hicks. <laughs> Wandering around the Windy City. <laughs> <laughs> and we found um, this hotel, and we went up to, what floor was it? It was maybe like the 10th or 15th floor even, where they had this r- random lounge. Heck, I'd go 50th. <laughs> 
for this for the sake of the story. <laughs> and we were looking out over uh, over the New World Trade Center site where they were building the new buildings, and it was pretty cool, pretty classy lounge, I'd say. Oh, and yeah. in the uh, in the, it was the W Hotel, and uh, we went to the bathroom there, and the bathroom was just a generic bathroom. It, there was no gender. And so you and I, pretty shocked, um, and yeah, but walked it was, in there. Yeah, walked in there, and just a bank of sinks and a bank of floor-to-ceiling stalls, and it was fine. Everyone got along, and I mean, surely you and I were uh, pretty near no stall there, eh? <laughs> but <laughs> well, but see, we were, we were kind of used to you know in a men's washroom, we couldn't find the urinal, so we started to pee in the sink. So it was a little bit awkward when a couple ladies walked in and we were kind of there. Very awkward, yep. <laughs> um, no, yeah, anyways, I guess we ex- but, we experienced uh, transgender bathrooms before they so were here's, cool. Anyways, yeah, exactly. So that would be a trans uh, that would be a transgender bathroom. Yeah, sure. No, it's it's a. I think it's just a human friendly bathroom. Yeah, that's human, very human friendly. But I mean, that's fine. But then I guess for everyone to be happy, every bathroom in the world would have to be. Like that, which would be a lot of work. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, I think like if you think about it, a lot of places have, um, like male and female washrooms, and then they also have like a single wheelchair accessible bathroom or a family washroom or a family washroom. Yes. What are your What are your thoughts on a family washroom? You ever been in one of those? Calvin, here's the problem with this conversation: is how does it relate to adventure? Can you bring this all back, or are we just talking about the longer we talk events? about it, the the longer we talk about it, the more possibility there is of bringing this full circle. I don't have anything yet, <laughs> but I will work. I will work hard because you know we're not a current events podcast, right? I know, but we've never discussed current events, and I just kind of wanted to. <laughs> I listen no, to a lot of good. news, and I'm happy to uh, I'm happy to discuss it. But I'm what I'm more happy about is finding. Uh, Finding a link to adventure. I think, no, I think here it is. If you were to walk into a, you know, a bathroom with, with, you know, men and women and any human, I think there is potential for hilarious stories. I know. You're right. No, you're totally right. There's always going to be potential for hilarious stories. And this coming from you and I, two people that don't have children, um, so really nothing to worry about. Yeah. It's always about the children, in, eh? especially in America. What, I think what, so, what on yeah. earth is this going to do to the children? You're right. It's, it is always about the children. Yep. They are the so, future, hey, Jeremy. You know what? Let's vow this summer to not even... Y- this is an adventure. To not even use a normal washroom, but just to always go in the beautiful outdoors. Well, that's easy for me to do. Not so much for yourself. I know. That's why it would be an adventure for me. You got a nice little dumpster spot. I know you sneak out at some back door <laughs> once in a while and and sneak booze back there. <laughs> Wait, where? Are you talking at, at your about? office. Oh yeah, at my office. Yeah, we do a little bit of that. Only on so, Fridays, though. Only on Fridays. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, does that satisfy uh, your questions? Or I'm satisfied. I don't have any there? more questions. Um, yeah, I know. I think it's good that we experienced it before, and it was totally normal. Do you think in your new living setup, being, what's it called again? Your new living situation. Uh, I don't know. We're just community like, living. Kind of, gotcha. kind of community living. Yeah. Do you think you'll incorporate a trans bathroom there? They already all are. Yeah. Oh, they, they all, all are. are. 
approved. Yeah. Okay, fine. Yeah, yeah. We have a big sign on the outside of the bathroom that says coexist. Okay, that's what that is. <laughs> I didn't know what that yeah. meant, man. Yeah, so it's okay, like yeah. anyone's, anyone's welcome to uh, relieve themselves here, you know? Hey, wait. Well, you guys got rid of your hedgehog. Uh, we didn't get rid of him. I th- oh, I thought you got... Yeah, he did. Yeah, he died. Oh, he died? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why? What do you mean? You got rid I of him. Thought like, you sh- I told I th- you I thought he you guys was sick, and now he's gone. Like, we we didn't no, no, flat out I, I say thought you, he's dead. I thought you guys got rid of him because you were moving. <laughs> no, he's dead. He's dead? How did he yeah, die? Gus temperamental little guy well yeah i mean he stopped eating and i, I don't know if I, we we talked about this on the podcast but he stopped eating and we're very reluctant to take anything to a vet obviously like it's just silly obviously but we took him to the vet which is which is great we got a little bit of special food for him a little bit of medicine to hopefully get him to start eating again so katie was kind of nursing him back to health yeah but then he didn't then he he just didn't start eating again so dang the vet said if he doesn't start eating within a week that means he's got like either brain cancer or a tumor or something crazy going on. So take him to get him put out of his misery. And we kept holding on to hope, kept holding on to hope. Four weeks later, we just decided to take him. He wasn't in the long list for an MRI? No, nothing like that. Well, see, here's the problem. They could do more tests on him to figure out what was wrong. Sure. But do you really want to pay for that? So he died you know. in your care or in the doctor's care? No, doctor's care. Okay. Is that better or worse? Uh, better. They yeah. stuck him with a needle. Oh, I see. How much did that cost? Yeah, fifty bucks. Fifty bucks. Oh, that's not bad. I thought that was not bad when when I knew we were gonna have to do that. I was like, you know, seventy five. I would tolerate a hundred. I would be kind of annoyed. Uh, fifty bucks. I was like, a vet has got to make their money too. If they don't charge that, what are they gonna charge? Fifty you know? bucks for your and your wife's peace of mind. That's fine. Oh, totally, totally. So uh no I didn't I didn't want the podcast to get so dark man. Yeah, so what are you guys doing <laughs> with that cage? Uh storing it. We might get a new one one day. There is a fun creature. Yeah. Yeah, I liked him. <laughs> man, you so. never specified in your that, that it had died. I just I if I figure that you just got rid of it then I'm sure hundreds of hey, other people did as well. Think about it though. I had talked about him being sick. I don't remember that. And then in that post it was like really sad music playing. It's a pretty funny post of on my Instagram of him running uh, around and like this sad, hilarious piano music playing that. Yeah. You know, under between the lines, you got to read that he died. But I think that's funny that fair enough kind of message didn't get out. Anyways, you heard it here. So summertime, Calvin. Summertime. This is like in Ontario, like the absolute best time to have adventures. Yeah, I think so. So we want to set our listeners up for success for the summer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Buckle up. Um, this might be a good time to announce some of our summer plans. Sure. Uh, I maybe have more exciting summer plans than yeah, you. Yeah, I literally know. work all summer. That's when I make hay. <laughs> so. And uh, I have a two and a half week trip to Iceland planned. Yeah, that's unreal. Yeah, Are you? So um, that's going to be amazing. Sorry, when do you leave for that? Uh, the fourth of July. Oh. Salutations. We're not gonna. Ce- we're not gonna celebrate. Uh, okay. So okay. Do you want to get into this details now? Yeah. Well, I'm, happy, I'm happy to tell people about it. Well, I'm happy to, to report that we have now uh, officially got the confirmation that we can do a couple episodes while you're over there. Yeah, I'm excited about that. Yeah, which will be really fun getting updates. So 
for our listeners, we've been struggling a little bit uh, as we've been thinking about what to do through the summer. Do we take a podcast pause so we can just go have adventures? Do we try a different series? What, what What's the stuff that we want to do through the summer to still maximize our own ability to have adventure? Mm-hmm. I kind of want to do like a serial style um, series um, about what really happened to Gus the Hedgehog. Okay. Do you know how much work those types <laughs> of podcasts are? Nah, it's like an hour of work a week. <laughs> Apparently, dude, it's an hour. That's it. It's just what you t- what it costs to listen to it. Hey, but yeah, that would be interesting. I I guess I haven't really been giving away a lot of information, so there could be some theories out there about what happened. Yeah, you know, is this doctor really licensed or not? <laughs> did they even bring him to the doctor? Or did Katie just take him out back? Yeah. What is this inhumane? You know, fluid they put in that uh, syringe. Hard to know. Hard to know. So we're thinking about keeping it going for the summer. Yeah, we definitely are. So this week, uh, obviously, is this podcast that you're listening to right now. We have a great couple of episodes coming up with uh, Jordan Axani, who is a very interesting character. You may know him as the guy who put an ad out on the Internet to find a girl with the same name as his ex-girlfriend because they won a trip uh, around the world together. And uh, it was, so oh. he became kind of the center of a massively viral story because he just kind of wanted to find a random person to go on this cool trip with. And he's a friend of Luke Wilms, who was in one of our first episodes. So it's kind of cool how people are connecting us with other people. But we got some episodes with him coming up and then I'm going to be in Iceland and we'll do some podcasting from there. I'll catch Calvin up on, uh, you know, what the geothermal sites are doing. That'll be kind of cool. And mm-hmm. then we'll just keep going. We'll we'll keep getting some guests on. We have uh, some cool people lined up, eh, Calv? Do you remember some of the people we've been talking to? Um, not really. Okay. Do you no. want me to? Do you give have a list? People a bit yeah, of if you have a list there in front of you. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So we have some uh, some expert baristas. We have uh, a potential lead on a professional race car driver. We have another lead on the guy who directed the. Carly Rae Jepsen call me maybe video come Uh, on I'm not kidding man I know this guy I met him the other day I have a a hot lead on a professional water skier we got a couple cool bands lined up a guy who produces uh, produces music and some more media creators. So there's some cool stuff in the works for the future of this podcast. So fasten your seatbelts we're we're not slowing down here no this is kind of uh, you know we're just getting going and that, that was why we kind of so let's keep going through the summer because we got a lot of people who are pretty interesting. Yeah. Um, so. so, okay. I guess we don't need to go into full detail of your trip. I mean, I think it's very interesting that you guys kind of chose this destination fairly randomly um, and then kind of had done your research, which is very fun and adventurous, I think. But, I mean, I think it's going to oh, be fun to hear firsthand what kind of adventures you guys are doing over there. Uh, and I got a buddy over there, Geesley. So if you run into him, do you? or maybe I'll yeah. try and hook you up with him. Yeah, that'd be great. So, yeah, I think maybe we'll leave it a little bit ambiguous. And then uh, later on the podcast, we'll be talking about it when I'm over there. We can do ambiguous. So Iceland trip for me is coming up in a couple of weeks. And uh, I'm looking forward to that. Katie and I are looking forward to that. It's to celebrate her graduation from law school. I'm really proud of her for, you know, finishing law school. That it's is a big impressive. accomplishment. It's very impressive. Yeah, so... Yep. So for this episode, we want to hook you guys up with some great tips on how to have an amazing summer. 
All right. Where do we want to go first? Well, I think, Calvin, if you think about our podcast, we have five key areas that we explore when finding adventure in one's life. Yes. Food and drink, sport and hobby, commerce and entrepreneurship, exploration in the outdoors, and arts and culture. Hmm. So I would, I, th- I would like to I, accomplish one of those. I think each we of could one. probably go. We could probably go through each of those and and give people a good uh, a good idea of something to do. Okay, sure. All right. What are we starting with? Uh, you start. Uh, okay. Commerce entrepreneurship. All right. What could what could someone do to find an adventure this summer hmm. in the area of commerce and mm-hmm. entrepreneurship? Interesting. What do people do summer? I mean, lots of students kind of get summer jobs right around now. So I mean, what's what are some adventurous summer jobs? Um, hmm. Maybe tree planting. You ever Ooh. have you ever done tree planting? I don't think I'm cut out for it. I hear it's very physically. I hear demanding. it's extremely demanding. So I have a friend who's did it maybe ten years ago. He is still like his back is actually screwed up from it. Really? Because you're bent over all day. Like ten years later, his back he says he has permanent issues with it. And supposedly you get paid like by the tree. Yeah, it's piecework. So- so you're like can make a lot of money, but only if you grind. Yeah, yeah. I think a lot of. I mean, I think a way these guys make a lot of money too is you go in these camps, right, for tree planting, right. and then so you're in this camp for several you don't weeks at time. Money. You don't spend any money, right? So there you go. Uh so if yeah. If you're uh, if you're under the age of twelve, you could start a lemonade stand. Yes. And uh, get this, I actually bought lemonade from two girls who were selling lemonade today on your street. Well, I was down in Niagara, and my uncle, who was seeking adventure, asked to borrow my tent trailer. So I was on my way to see him because he was setting it up in his driveway. Nice. And these two girls were just waving like crazy at the side of the road. And I pulled over, unrolled my window. They said 50 cents for for lemonade. I gave them a buck. I I said I'd give you a 25-cent tip if it was nice and cold. Wow. They brought it right through my window, and I just sipped it back on on my drive. What kind of cup did they they give it to you? You know, here's the thing. I could give you some advice on how to run a really good lemonade stand. Well, before you speak, it was a little, okay, go oh, go ahead, go ahead. It was a little styrofoam cup, so it wasn't very much lemonade. No, not good. So here's I would have liked more. Here's how I did it when I I had a lemonade stand at one point when I was a wee chap. Um, yep. How I stood out from the competition, Jeremy. Uh, I slashed prices. Okay, <laughs> undercut the competition, <laughs> but also my key to success is I yep. went and located from our cupboard. Uh, all of our really funky, cool-looking mugs, and then if yes. you came up to get, you know, some lemonade, you got to choose the mug. And I had these really cool-looking, you know, cartoony mugs, and that was, you know, of course you're and gonna they go had to, to that one. They had to drink it there, therefore giving lots of time for the upsell to the cookies while exactly. they're standing there. Exactly. Exactly. Wow. Dude, you are a genius. Yeah, I know. That's you know, awesome. Entrepreneur at a very early age. So if you want, uh, you know, adventure in the area of entrepreneurship or commerce, either go tree planting or start a lemonade stand. Boom. All right. Arts or and culture. Think of, think of the other lemons life might have given you and make lemonade with those. I'm sure you have talents, whoever you are listening. Yes, you have talents. Arts and culture. Um, what could we do? Oh, here's what I want to do, Jeremy. Get my camera back from you that you stole three weeks ago and said you were going to no. get back and then never gave back to me. No, you don't want it. Did you break you it? You don't want it. You don't need it. Do you And I'll give it? it back one day. Dude, I need yes, that thing y- back. Y- yes, I need it. It shoots video. I'm filming a couple weddings. 
My other camera doesn't. I need two angles or the people won't pay me my money. Well, you need to lend me a cool pics or something. Yeah, you didn't want my cool pics. Do you still have your cool pics? You have an iPhone 6. 5S. I got rid of the 6. Good, good enough. Very good call. Who downgrades? That phone sucked. <laughs> Calvin, you're my favorite because you're like practical like you don't need the latest greatest you need what works and i appreciate that about you well i'd like to think that but i did get the latest greatest and i spent the money on it and then realized i didn't need it and then downgraded gave it to (laughs) i gave it to your wife yeah that's better this way so arts and culture what would you even use your camera for calvin you've never used the thing it was sitting in your closet for four years i know well uh well i'll tell you why i would take up uh, the hobby of um uh, nature photography. Uh, with your bees? Um, well, here's the thing, Jared. I was trying to get a close-up shot of the bees a couple days ago um, with Very my hard. iPhone 5S. Didn't work at all. So how can I get like a really close-up shot? Like one was on my fingertip, and I'm like, oh, this is sweet. I want to get, I want to be able to see like the fur of its back. But my so your, my, my phone your can't camera, capture it. It is a certain distance. It mm-hmm. needs to be away before it can focus crisply. So, so even I can't though just the push bee, the lens up to the B? No. But if you get it right to the like closest point where it can still focus. Yes, yes. And you take a photo, then you can zoom right in on it and you should be able to see a good amount of the hairs. But I feel like that's cheating. It's not. It's okay. taking a good photo. Got it. All right. To get a macro lens like that, man, mega expensive. Is you it? can get right up on things, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um So okay, so start a new hobby. Um uh, I have an idea, and it brings me back to our our road trip when we were going through Ottawa, and we were busking. Hey, now. Uh, so, arts and culture. Why not get a bunch of friends? Uh, when we were out there, playing music didn't work that well because we weren't that good, but worked. what worked amazing was creating a little bit of a drum circle on the sidewalk. I'm telling and, you. And uh, we had a ton of fun doing that. Again, going back to this original business plan, letting people choose their own thing. We had kids yes. coming, choosing the instruments. They love it. So there were four of us. We were right outside of the parliament buildings in Ottawa, uh, which is our nation's capital. And we had a djembe, a box drum, and some tambourines, and some you know, shakers and all this stuff. And kids were coming up and having a hoot, just playing along with us. Mm-hmm. It was amazing. They were loving it. So and when get you get the kids, you together. get the parents. And when you get the parents, you get the money. You get the cash. So this is mixing together commerce and hobby. I mean, I mean, and arts and culture. So naturally, Jer, of course, you know, go and try and see some concerts this summer. Of course, there's going to be festivals. There's going to be whatever. Oh, yeah. Lots of concerts happening. Calvin, uh, do you like live music? Uh, I do like live music. I always think whenever I come to the city, I mm, let me let me start over. Often when I come to the city, I'm coming for a concert and to see people downtown. And I always feel like, man, if I lived down here, I'd be at a concert every week. Is that practical? Is that reality? You don't really live in the city. But but you live close enough where you could like be to a sweet concert within a half hour drive. Well, and I'm actually thinking right now that I missed a bit of an opportunity because in Burlington right now is the Sound of Music Festival. It's this okay. massive festival going on in the water, and I am not out there having adventure. I'm sitting here in front of the computer with you. 
But there's some good music happening in today's country night, so maybe Katie even would have wanted to go. But, again, she's in the middle of studying for her bar exams, and we just didn't prioritize it. But um, definitely go see live music. Definitely see live music this summer. Uh, It's a great way to experience arts and culture. And usually around a music event, there's other things happening in your community. And that's a really good way to find adventure is to get plugged into your community, find out who's doing cool stuff, and kind of join in with what they're doing. Now, on that note, Jared, I actually don't like outdoor live music. I prefer... No, I don't think it sounds good. I like it better inside. It's... uh, I like... Uh, I feel more part of of what's going on when I'm inside, crammed in a little venue. I would, for the most part, agree with you. Uh, Especially because I love, like, tight, hardcore venues where you can really get kind of, you know... I know. You know, intimate with the crowd and with the band and do some stage diving and all that. Intimate, that's one way to say it. <laughs> Nasty sweaty with like 800 S- other Exchanging people. sweat. Ugh. Yeah, you're right. Maybe that is a bit nasty. All right. So arts and culture, that's, that's that one off the list. Definitely a lot you can do to find adventure this summer in that area. What about uh, food and drink, Calf? Food and drink, come on, Jer. How many times have you used your barbecue this this spring? Well, we're moving, so I already brought my barbecue away. But we've used the barbecue at Cole's house a bunch of times already, so definitely enough that I'm not, like, sad. Yeah, cool. No pun intended. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so, Jer, I like to cook. I know you also like to cook. Um, I recently um, created a new meal last week. Whoa. it? uh, It was chicken chicken and waffles so i deep fried i battered and deep fried my own chicken and then we have that you know that sweet waffle iron and then i made this uh really nice uh sauce to drizzle all over it oh it was really good what did you deep fry the chicken in in oil man but like do you have a deep fryer or was it in like no i put oil in a pot on the stove how much oil a lot not not a crazy amount. I just used a small pot and then did a few pieces at a time. Wow, that's really like intense. It tasted like clearly not good for you to be eating deep fried, but I we I, I don't eat deep fried things very often and it was so good coming from my own kitchen. What uh, inspired you to do chicken and waffles? Uh well, we went out to a nice restaurant here in town. Yeah. And I ordered that on a menu a couple of weeks wow. ago. It was and so loved good. It. And then I decided huh. to make it myself. Wow, and you and did you nail it? I actually did nail it. Did I really your wife did. say you nailed it? That's I the key. Really did. Yep, for sure. It was a wow. home run. That's awesome. Good for you. Yeah, thank you. And you know that beats the conventional summer food and drink advice, which is go to a new restaurant, eat on a patio, try out a food truck. You know what? No. Get inspired and cook a nice meal. Yeah, make a mess. It's great. My my adventuring tip here might be to. Uh, it might be a little bit late now, but to uh, plant a bit of a vegetable or fruit garden. Uh, okay. Yeah. I have been loving getting things growing. It's really cool to see things grow. So yeah. last year at this place, we had um, tomatoes, raspberries, a bunch of herbs, and that's about it. But I transplanted these raspberries from my parents' place in Niagara and it was so cool to watch them over two years get stronger as plants. And I would trim them, make sure they're all good. And watch them grow and produce fruit that tastes delicious that I can eat 
It's amazing. They get pretty out of control. Those raspberry bushes fast. I know you. You gotta. You gotta take care of them. Yeah. Um. So that I think is a good adventure to have in the world of food and drink. We need to be more connected to our food. We need to understand how it grows, how much grows. Like, what does it look like? What does it take to have a big bundle of carrots that we just take for granted when we buy them at the grocery store? You know. It takes a lot, Jeremy. So um, just before we got on this podcast, Kate and I were talking, and uh, she just came back from a um, very educational tour of a lavender ranch in southern Ontario. Oh, cool. Where they had, uh, you know, and he, this guy there that runs the ranch, he's got tons of bees going, and they, you know, since it's a lavender ranch, they're exclusively harvesting the uh, lavender. lavender. Um, so anyways, um, to make a long story short, where was I going with this? Oh, yeah. Um, my wife was saying that she um, read this study that Whole Foods put out or this experiment that Whole Foods did um, all surrounding when, if and when bees will be extinct. And so they went throughout their store and removed all the food from their shelves that required bees at some point Whoa. to make. And so it removed 60% of the food in the store. And so Come you can on. walk through then and see what you would be left with. Potatoes, so it's kind of rice, like a, whatever. A live, like a live um, exhibit. Exactly. A yeah. Store. Just like a, That's a really hands cool. on, right? Like to really see. Wow. Yeah, kind of a cool experiment. Anyways. Well, thanks for being part of the solution there, Calf. Always happy to help out, Jer. Always. Uh, and you know. so this summer, if you want to venture in food and drink, you know, get inspired, make something new, or plant uh, plant some veggies. We have a good. Uh, I guess it's a community garden since we're living in community. I think now everything you do is then with the <laughs> prefix community. Uh, that's so great. That means we're so uh, we're just so part of the solution. You're so ahead of the times. <laughs> so we have another garden at Cole and Janessa's that uh, my wife and Janessa definitely have been spearheading. They're going to get mad if I take any credit for it. They've been picking the vegetables, planting them. Uh, but uh, we're excited for that. It's going to be great. Cool. Um, yeah. Sport and hobby. Sport and hobby. Um, well, pretty, uh, pretty easy. Really? I think everyone should learn how to water ski. At some point in their life. I think everyone should learn how to water ski. It's It's easy to say join a league or do something else in the world of sports, but everyone should water ski. Water skiing. It's an amazing feeling. I love it. You're pretty good, eh, Jer? Uh, uh, I don't know. I was like, well, I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm you're, I'll, here, I'll say this. You're not amazing, but you're definitely above average water skier. And no one, the best part of this is that you would, no one would ever expect you to be an above average water skier. But I think you like are. Like me personally or people in general? You personally. Just because oh, nice. of your, you know, you never talk about water skiing. And, uh, you know, you're not exactly yeah. the most sporty guy. See, that's that's the thing. Like, I'm not perceived as a sporty guy but like no. ask a guy like brad bowen when i get on the basketball court i surprise people well yeah you have this you know you're pretty competitive really probably similar when i get on a on a water ski like i can get up on one ski like yeah. slalom mm-hmm. not every time but i definitely can't have done it many times and can do it and then yeah i can shred a slalom ski pretty good yeah for sure well thank you calvin i appreciate that compliment i've really been you know having the urge to shoot hoops lately. Yeah? Yeah. But I just feel a little intimidated. There's these kids at our park that shoot hoops, and I'd like to kind of maybe one day go down there and shoot hoops with them. But they're pretty good, man. They're pretty good. 
They're probably like Dude. 14, 15. Just go down there. Just watch and them for a bit. When they're taking then, a break, sipping on some water, say, hey, man, you uh, need a fourth? <laughs> two on two. Done. Is it weird if I just go linger and watch there first for a bit? Or should I just kind of go and, you know, start playing with them? Uh, what you really should do is go down there either with a friend or just by yourself with your own ball and shoot some hoops around. True. Then when they show, then when they show up, it's like, oh, you guys want to want to play, or you'll see if they have an even or odd number. If they have an odd number, then you can uh, see if they want to get a little game going. True. Okay. Good point. Thank you for that. Because it is fun shooting hoops. This uh, social advice with Jer, the column we started. <laughs> social advice with Jer. Here we go. How to make okay, friends so with fourteen-year-olds. Speaking of which, last time, what was the question you asked me? Oh, yeah, it was about your neighbor's dead dog. Uh, Yeah. What you, you should say to them. And I gave else? you pretty pretty straight advice. I was thinking if I actually start a column, social advice with Jer, it shouldn't be like actually good advice. It should be something a little bit more daring and adventurous. Okay, fair enough. So with these kids, instead of you know doing something normal that actually might allow you to play with them, tell them that you will crush them playing <laughs> all three of them versus you. <laughs> Like they stand no chance. They stand no chance. Say all three of you versus me. You stand no chance. Let's let's play and see P- what they say. Put a little cashola on it. <laughs> Maybe a case of beer. Yeah, yeah do that. <laughs> if That'd you be guys beat me, I will buy you a case of beer. Yep. See, Imagine that's an adventure. How hard would they be playing? <laughs> now that is an adventure. That's they would great. crush me. They're actually pretty good. So sport and hobby. So basketball or water skiing. What else? What what are some hobbies? I mean, you started beekeeping. You're a bit of a woodworker. Here's what I like um, to do, Jared. I like to. I don't. I haven't done this every year, but I l- enjoy just running in, jumping in the water with all my clothes on. I think that should oh. be a goal for everyone to do once a summer to do that. It's so fun. Yeah, that is great. That's a good point. That is adventure right there because you're like yeah. It, it's fun in the moment, and then there's a, a few consequences after. Like, you it's got soaking wet clothes. filled with consequences, but it's so fun <laughs> for those five seconds. And it's a cool feeling swimming with clothes on. Huh. Huh. Oh, this is actually a good time to bring up this hobby of ours, our fishing hobby. Okay, yeah. Everyone should learn how to fish, and, and fishing is amazing. And if you don't think so, well, you know, stop listening to the podcast. We don't want you here. <laughs> Aggressive. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But we've had a competition going, Calf. That's right, man. So uh, uh, if you haven't been length, listening, Calvin and I... numbers, oh, species, yeah. weight. How are we doing? Exactly. Exactly. How are you doing? So um, I have two more to add to the list. Do you really? Yep, I do. I went to, uh, to Vic's Pond after church the other day and uh, caught uh-huh. a little largie and a rainbow trout from his other pond. Uh, does that really you want to count that no jerry if you want to count that you can count that if you feel good about fishing in a barrel stocked pond in a stock yeah, of course pond, i do dude we said this because you have a beautiful fishing right across the street from your house so if i have any chance of keeping up i need a local hole where i can keep up fine you can have those so i will send you these photos remember we said photo evidence is important so yeah, i have I the photo, photo evidence on my phone here I've caught some massive fish, but uh, just not on my phone, so I guess they don't count. Have you caught some recently? No, I haven't. I haven't even been fishing since we talked about this. Yeah, exactly. So don't you lie to me. Don't this isn't a test competition. There's You're prices right, on is. the line. There's a lot on the line. 
So I think between the nice trout that you caught this winter when I caught nothing, I think we're about even right now. Oh, really? Yeah, that's right. We, we still got to count it up, but I think we should definitely count okay. it up soon, and I think we're about even. It's a good little update there. So little update. We will keep you posted on who wins this competition throughout the summer. Did we do food and drink? Sorry. Yes, we did do food and drink. We didn't cover drink did. though. I mean, what's your, what's your summer drink? I don't know if I have a summer drink. Okay. I That's enjoy fine. a cold beer. Yep. I Who oh, doesn't? you know what I really really like these days? An ice cold Coca Cola with lemon. You like that, eh? I do. That's really nice. Yeah, yeah. it's really. Good. I don't. I don't really like Coke actually. So, not a big pop guy. I like ginger ale. All right. That's that that hits the spot. What's your summer drink? You're drinking all kinds of uh interesting little mixed drinks these days. Uh my summer drink um you know there's a there, there's a company in Muskoka that makes uh that um Muskoka dry ginger ale. Ooh, it is yeah. like the most crisp ginger ale. It's just the right you love it. It's it's pretty heavy like it's got a little bit of z- you know, zip to it. It's great. Yep. I love that stuff. It's great. And that's great for S- mixing with too. Speaking of good ginger ales, uh, Schweppes came out with a dark ginger ale. Go on. That is everything you love with ginger ale, but with a little bit of added boldness and richness. It's amazing. Really? I love it. Okay. All right. Next time you're at the grocery store, Schweppes dark ginger ale. Available only in Canada. <laughs> you don't buy Canada? You know why? Dry? I don't know why. Um, they did a study, and Canadians, as a population, like bold flavors. Oh, really? Yep. In America, that's why they can drink, you know, light beer that tastes like water. Yeah. Have you ever in bought- Canada, we like rich maple syrup. We like craft beer a little bit more. Have you ever we like bought a coffee in the States? stuff that's more rich. Oh, yeah. It's not good. It's like half coffee, half water. It's awful. Yep. So Canadians like bold flavors. So Schweppes produced an amazing bold ginger ale. You should try it. Cool. All right. Uh, moving on. So- yeah, moving on. Last but not least, exploration and the outdoors. Where are some places people can explore this summer? Hmm. Hmm. Well, Jeremy, for me, I know the obvious would be, you know, to go camping, but really that doesn't uh, attract me so much as uh, because I kind of live in that uh, environment. So my ideal little weekend getaway is to hit a major city. I think that urban exploring is so cool. I always have so much fun urban exploring because I never get to do it that much. Yeah. Yeah. Lots of different stuff you can find. Cool little hole-in-the-wall restaurants. Yeah. Uh, in summer. One better time to do it in this, than in the summer. Well, I actually don't really like this the city in the summer because Too hot? when you're on the streets, it's so hot mm, and like true. unrelenting. Okay. Fair enough. But if that's how you want to find adventure, I mean, well, it's a good way. I won't knock it. You just were. No, 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 no. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I was trying to think of where unconventional places to explore. Um, I'll you know what's a, a cool place I want to explore? Go ahead. What? Uh, the caves in Tobermory. Been there, done that. Cool? Yeah, really cool. I think caves are the coolest thing. Uh, yes, Jeremy. It was really cool. Spelunking, as it's called. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, very neat snorkeling, scuba diving. It's a big scuba diving town for sure, um, but yeah. also just really nice swimming. Water's freezing. Yes, I heard. But uh, it's bear- It's you know bearable for sure. Lots of cliff jumping and yeah, a lot of fun places to explore. 
So explore a new landscape this summer if you haven't already. Um, Kate was telling me this week, she, Kate, my wife, has never been camping, ever. What? Uh, that's not true. She camped for her LIT, but never, you know, anyways, other than that. So she found this thing uh, glamping in Georgian Bay that she was very interested in. Yep, wanted, glamping. Wanted me to be a part of. I'm not very interested. You know what? I actually don't think that glamping is uh, a bad idea. And I guess it depends on what what it is. If it's like these nice little cabins with like you're still outdoors, I think that's totally fine. Like a yurt or something? A what? A yurt. What's that? Like those little uh, Moroccan-style tents. Oh, Like an yeah, octagon cool. tent. Uh, Perfect, yeah. But I, I feel like it'd be for someone who's never been camping before, that's maybe, you know, a good halfway point. Go glamp then next year. Go camp. Well, and even in subways, I would kind of lump trailering and RVing in with glamping. Oh, like for sure. When we when we have the RV, we have like all our stuff. We have no bugs. We have lights. We have a cooler. Like it's very comfortable. You're bringing tons of stuff. <laughs> we got any sports equipment your heart could desire. <laughs> we, we have a costume closet. <laughs> Oh, it's so rich. We got <laughs> tunes, we got everything. But um no, I don't think I don't think glamping is bad and especially as a as a first step, it's better than going to like an all inclusive resort. Oh, for sure, yeah. I feel like that should be a swear word on this podcast. All inclusive resort? Yeah. Have you ever, ever done one of those? I have. What do you think? Um, I've never done one. When my grandparents had their fiftieth wedding anniversary, they brought the whole okay. family down to the Dominican Republic. No way. I won't lie. There were amazing parts to this. There was some food. I was a pretty picky eater as a kid. There was some food there that I loved. So I ate it like every meal, three meals a day. (laughs) What about chicken fingers probably? Oh, yeah. It was actually, it was this like, this. it was called fried cheese and it was amazing. It was like this little square of delicious (laughs) cheese with like this crispy edge. It was unbelievable. That's amazing. That sounds great. And unlimited pina coladas and strawberry daiquiris virgin of course because i was 12 but it was amazing so you would never spend the money to do an all-inclusive though is what you're saying you're happy to tag along yeah i was totally happy to tag along but i just i don't think it's there might be a time in my life where you know if you're going through a super stressful period in your life and you need something just to be taken care of and you need to go Mm -hmm. relax i can see it being I can see it being a useful solution, but I, see the I would still rather it. go to a cottage right. for a week. Yeah, you know? I, I haven't found that I have no urge to do it, and I, just not in my life right now, um, but I'm sure there will come a time. Yeah, and I also don't like cruising. Appealing. I've been on a cruise. Me too, but I don't like yeah. it. Jared, it's, very quickly it's tell too, you. It's like too bold. Can you just say, <laughs> it's so true. Can you just really quickly tell your cruise story? Oh, where someone got murdered? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Why are we laughing? This is awful. So one morning we're on this cruise through the through the Caribbean, and uh, we wake up and we turn on the screen that like maps your. It's like an airplane yep. where it like maps with a red line, and you look at the screen and the ship is just in the middle of the ocean. And the red lines all night are just going in circles and circles. So on this screen is like this massive spiral. And we're like, where are we? We're supposed to be in Key West, Florida or wherever we were supposed to be. And 
Turns out in the night, this couple got into a bit of a scuffle and this guy pushed his girlfriend overboard and uh, yeah, we, we couldn't find her because it was the middle of the night and so there yeah. was a murder on our cruise ship. That is and So crazy. then we had to make a random pit stop to Miami to drop this guy off to be taken by the authorities. Wow. Was he American? He was crazy. Yep. Oh, I see. So he was in the right country. That is so, crazy, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, you got to double back, but like, what are the chances of finding this chick? Dude, if you've ever stood at the back of a cruise ship and you look I how know. fast that thing is moving. I know. There is absolutely no hope. There's no way. So, just, and yeah. he rep- he reported it an hour after it happened. Oh, yeah, forget it. That's so. awful. So brutal. Oh, so yeah. So, all right, let's have a podcast where all I talk about is dead things. Yep. You <laughs> surround death, Jeremy. This was such a great uh great help in helping people find more adventure in their everyday. So don't go on cruises. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you do, do not go on a cruise. Sati- I've been on two cruises. Statistics show that 50% of cruises <laughs> Somebody there have some murders. Man. There is a murder. Oh, that's funny. Oh, is that it? We we hit all five. That's it, man. We hit all, all right. five. If people can't have adventure this summer after listening to this podcast, it's not our fault. We 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 wipe our hands of that. We've done all we can. <laughs> We've done all we can. If you don't but have hey. the ability or the creativity to take it the next step further, that's your problem. Yeah, so we're excited about the summer. We have uh, exciting plans, A, with the podcast, and B, with our own summer adventures. So, yeah, we want to go down to Sarnia in the RV, so Calvin and I are just choosing a weekend to yep. uh, to do that. So Visit our very first guest. Nathan Calhoun at uh, Refined Fool Brewing, and maybe grab a burger from his new burger truck if it's open. So, I love it. So, yeah, we hope this helped you find a little bit more adventure in your everyday, friends. Oh, I'm sure it did. If uh, you want to find us online, go to openroadpod.com. We'll have a blog post and a link to uh, a practical item that will help you find more adventure uh, this summer. Mm. Uh, that'll be up there. And um, stay tuned next week for our interview with Jordan Exani. And uh, other than that, I think that about wraps it up. That just about does it for us. Um, another. Uh, is this our second time doing an episode, just you and me? Yeah, besides kind of the first one where it was uh Oh yeah, like an intro. Where it was yep. like a, a bit of an intro episode, but uh you know, we want to keep people on their toes with the format of the show so that we can basically do whatever yeah, we want. Yeah, you never know what's <laughs> going to happen. We don't want to set any patterns or schedules here. Yep. So. All right. But today we do have a little bit of music for you in honor of the first day of summer. We're going to play a song called Summer Dress, and this is by the band Highs. We played these guys uh, in an earlier episode, but they're just so good, and they're blowing up the indie scene right now. So we thought we'd leave you with this track. This is Summer Dress by Highs.
I see your face I hope it's from the road and from another place Get up and on your way And if we meet again, I hope it's summer